So, uh... <clears throat> how are we? How are we starting? I don't know. What do you want to do? Maybe I should just. If you're new to the podcast, welcome to the Three Stooges, the podcast that is exclusively about the Three Stooges. Uh, I'm Brayden. I'm Landry, and we are the Three the Three Stooges. This is the this is the third episode, and uh, it's actually later than we normally record this podcast. Hey, but, uh, sorry. Okay, sorry. For hold those on. of you who can't, for those of you who can't see, what's happening now is Landry has tied himself up with his what? microphone cord. His entire camera is tilted askew. It's like a Hitchcockian angle. I couldn't hear you. Now he's bending over no, backwards and yelling at someone on the other side of the camera. I'm assuming it's a uh, some sort of a demon. No, I. my girlfriend came in and got the dog out of the closet. She tried to ask me a question. Do you have a sound effect? Do you have like an audience going, ooh? I guess that was a clip from the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. It was a little clip of, what song is that at the end? Any idea? No clue. Well, if any of our listeners know what that clip is at the end of this woo clip. <laughs> write to us at our email address, which is, we don't have an email. We don't, don't have an email I don't address. Know. You can tweet at us at Three Tuges, or you can visit our Facebook page, The Three Tuges, or Instagram comment at us. Also, apparently you can talk to us via uh, sponsor if you want to submit a note. If you order from Johnny Pistola's Pizzatorium and Experience Arama within the next, well, after listening to this podcast, make sure to write down uh, Three Tuge and you will uh-huh. receive exactly no, nothing. You will you will no, receive no, nothing. nothing. You won't you. get anything no, from it's it. Like a, it's like a viral thing. So if you write it down on your receipt oh, I, and they see it at that place, they'll be like, wait, that sounds familiar. Did I like hear right. Jonathan, the boss, like talking about that in the kitchen? Yeah, it's a really effective you know, you're, you're trying to get the word out. We're here. We're spreading the good news of the Three Stooges. Yes, we are. That's get right. back to the Stooges. Go ye, therefore, and make Stooges of all nations. I think and, all uh, nations are all that's... pretty much. We're all Stooges. I think that. Aren't yeah, we I all? think it, it's when, we, when it comes down to we're it, all Stooges at the end of the day. And therefore, if you consider the universal condition of humanity as that we are all stooges, then there is nothing left to conclude but that eventually we will all succumb to the great epoch of death. And Landry's got sound effects. Oh, I've got sound effects for days. Get back to the stooges. There you go. That's a good one. Oh, they're all good ones. I don't think there's a bad one out there. Really? Now, are you doing your own sound effects these days, or is, is our sound guy back from vacation? No, we have a bunch of people here who are doing these live. Not a bad one in the bunch. Yeah. Well, okay. Yeah, I what mean... do you think, audience? <laughs> <laughs> You know, down here at the studio, we have such a good time. We have such a really warm space. Uh, it's you know, people really always it's... ask us, you know, you know, do you guys improvise a lot on set? And I go, well, you know, it's you know, we just have such a great writing staff. Yeah, you know? it's sometimes it's we like... improvise, but it's never as good as what they write. It's like we're a real family, though, Braden and I. Yeah. And yeah. the other members of the podcast sort of community that we've created. It's so, almost like New York is a character in our podcast. It's not coming to work every day if it's coming to do something that you love. And that's why I make this podcast with you, isn't it, Landry? No. Uh, fame and... Uh, <laughs> you doing okay? Yeah. I so, am paying you... my student loan monthly minimums. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm saying I'm doing pretty good. And I just did the great thing that all students do, which is got my student loan check, went to Ikea, and spent way more money than I should have. 
It's really great. I love having such a large budget for an independent podcast. Absolutely. And it's, it's only because of our 15 Thank- Facebook rider dies who make That's this right. show possible. Your contributions. Yep. You don't vote at our Twitter polls. (laughs) (laughs) You abstain courteously from engaging in posts on social media. You do not write us. We have received. Do not post messages. I don't even believe there is anyone actually listening to the podcast. My (laughs) husband tells me that he is listening to the podcast, but he's yet to make a reference. To anything that he's heard, hmm. so we'll see. We shall it, see. Does does your girlfriend listen to the podcast willingly on her own time? Willing, yeah, no, no, of course <laughs> not. Even though right now it's just us and that's it. Someday, I don't know, someone else. Fifteen Facebook writer dies. Those, we're gonna have one writer die becomes two writer dies becomes four. I mean, I don't need to explain exponents to you, right? We're on the cusp of a global phenomenon. It's just inevitable. Stooge mania. The way it was progressing, you you yeah. were going a little David Miscavige on me. And I don't it was know who that is. the Scientology guy, like the head of Scientology. Oh. Oh. We're transcending levels, reaching new heights, broadening our horizons, operating on a totally different wavelength, transcending humanity, rising above all else, exceeding all expectations, knowing everything about every situation in every known universe and those extending beyond the conscious realms into the metaphysical and spiritual to the point in which Kantian and Jungian understandings of human psychology will be rendered inane and childlike babble. You know, that kind of thing. What he said? (laughs) (laughs) Did anyone talk to you about... No, literally, uh, I had to tell one of my friends, I wish you wouldn't roll your eyes when I say the word podcast because it hurts (laughs) my feelings. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm telling you, it's going to happen. Like, it's, it's, it's just a matter of time because I'll tell you what, as I was watching this week's episode, Men in Black, I thought, this is probably the best one that we've seen so far, like, by a long shot. It's weird. Oh, oh it's yeah. A it's a weird movie. I agree. I and calling it a movie is <laughs> quite a stretch. It's a series of vignettes. It's more like via... a fever dream that you would have in like a, a ether-induced cider house rules style haze. Absolutely. Yeah. It's really that weird. That cider house, it rules. Did my brothers and I went to the cider house. We got totally jazzed up on like old school painkillers. It totally ruled. My name uh, is Jeremy. Please come on down to my business where I sell glasses that have been made from old skateboards. <laughs> I do reclaimed, repurposed skateboard sourced. Sunglasses, also puka shell necklaces, and avocado holders. And cereal. But that's like another but thing. But only for like me. only like cereals that you probably haven't heard of, you know? Those ones that are like <laughs> sort of underground, like indie. Like have you ever cereal. heard of like cinnamon vanilla desert flowers? Yeah, I didn't think so. Yeah, no, they're cool. They're out of they, they're a they're a Boston cereal. Yeah, like, yeah, but they played at Kellogg Palooza a while back, and it was like super chill. Like nobody even heard of them. Now they're like probably gonna be like the next Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Uh, but I yeah, mean, like, man, before, I used but to like, love Cinnamon Toast, but like crunch. their early stuff, you know. Like the early yeah. Cinnamon Toast Crunch when it was like, you know, the huge, big, and they were like actually yeah. shaped like toast. So, oh, well, thanks, Jeremy. That's, you know what, that's really great. That's okay, man. Don't worry about it. Yeah, you know what? Um, Why don't you go ahead and, uh, um, you, yeah, you know what? I'm going to boogie on out of here. Excuse me. Boogie on out of here. Does, Brayden, do you find it weird that Jeremy... Boogied on out of here by slowly taking baby steps with his back to the door and humming a song to himself. 
without I thought losing it, eye contact I did think it us? was a little odd, but the fact that his eyes remained completely locked with ours the entire time, while his you know his his torso was completely still, but his bottom half was sort of just moving like an octopus might underwater, just sort of gyrating as he skated backwards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we never did play the theme song. Which one should I do? Which one? Dr. Howard, Dr. Fine, Dr. Howard. Oh. 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 Dr. Fine, Dr. Howard, Dr. Fine. Wow, that was great. Tuned, We've got this well oiled machine. Like, we're running like clockwork at this point. Absolutely. Sorry, my my phone <laughs> is blowing up. I'm really popular today. Oh, yeah. great! I'm so happy yeah, for you. Yeah, yeah. I have all these friends who were too busy talking with me. They 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 can't listen to the podcast because they're just spending all their time in person with me. I mean, maybe they were. They could hear you from that like rant you gave earlier about transcending levels, and they were like, "I got to be with gotta, this guy." Well, yeah, I mean, you are. We're, That's how it happens. Uh, listeners, I don't know if you can tell, but Braden is wearing a very vibrant red uh, hooded sweatshirt yep. today. I have you joined a a, a group, Braden? Is there? Are you? Have you started following anyone in particular? Because you know, there's something magnetic about the way you've been. Sort of hosting. I don't. Lately. I I I wouldn't say that. You know, I started following. Um, I I'd say that other people have started following, but I haven't done anything. I haven't met anyone special other than you know suddenly acquired a grand and magnificent uh, appreciation for the splendor of the universe and the world and all of its natural gifts. And I think if people want to follow me and you know sleep in a large bed with thirty other people. And if occasionally we all ingest a, the extremely poisonous compound that renders us physically uh, immobile, but experience a state of uh, permanent and horrific hallucination, well, then so be it. It's not a cult. <laughs> it's a uh, what, what, it's a workshop. So come on, it's come a... on down to my motivational workshop. It's at the uh, La Quinta Ballroom under the freeway, just past the hot water pipes. And if the doors. <laughs> Doors are knocking, don't come a rocking. I don't. Because <laughs> if the doors are rocking, don't. don't come a If it's not a rocking, it's not a cool <laughs> night. Like, they have, you want the door to be rocking. Absolutely. I want to rock and roll all night and part of every day. Which, Brayden, yeah. did you what? know that this week's Stooge Short, which is uh, Men in Black, Men in Black, did you yeah. know it inspired another Kiss song? What was the Kiss song? I want to rock and roll all night and part of every stooge. It was the demo version. And part it of inspired every the stooge. demo, and then they changed part it of the when it got real. Which part what, of the stooges and- were they interested in rocking? <laughs> Torso, left, right, just appendages. When you see any stooge convulsing violently for any reason, it's the spirit of Kiss flowing into them. Backwards in time, the spirit of Kiss is inhabiting the bodies of Molary and Curly and giving them Well, in Rhizomatic Reality, we understand that there are multiple realities and the future can, in fact, influence the past and these things create feedback loops. Get back to the stooges! (laughs) All right, fair enough, fair enough, fair enough. I thought this short was really funny. I thought it was yeah no I had I had I thought it was weird as an all get out but I really enjoyed it I found myself genuinely laughing out loud several times absolutely I I had a lot of fun with it I could see them experimenting with mm-hmm. form more as yes. bits in each hospital yes. room that as a lot of people talk about with this short the hammer space yes. bit of going into the closet to get the vehicle connecting them all as on top of the like narrative link of them being poorly trained mm-hmm. doctors yeah. that's just kind of thrown in yeah. because they graduated with the highest <laughs> temperatures in their class but also because they had just, just been, been there, there too long. long they were like get so them out as long as you promise to try so that- <laughs> and to uphold 
for duty and humanity. Right. We're going to let you practice medicine yeah. freely in the state of California. Absolutely. That's all right. Well, you know, Johnny, he's been in med school for 12 years now. He just can't memorize any of the parts of the body. Go ahead and give him a saw. He promises to do his best. As long as there's someone like within like 50 feet of him with a medical license, I think it's it'll be It's sort of like, okay. yeah, once you get your, your surgery permit, you can perform surgery, but only if there's somebody over the age of 18 in the room with you. After that year is done, you can be sawing into people without any, like, there's, you would be shocked. There's actually shockingly little regulation for surgery. honestly, if you were to watch the Three Stooges film Men in Black and take it literally, uh, you might assume something like that because the Stooges are basically given free reign in this hospital as doctors. People do whatever they say. The hospital lost arms. Which, is that a joke? What is that? Is it lost arms like someone lost their appendages? And, like, the tea fell off the I side. thought it was just funny because it was, like, the arms? Like, I don't... Yeah, I don't understand I just... the name of the hospital. I think there's a lot... There were a lot of really topical jokes and references um, made during this short. Because I was like, wow, that was really played with a lot of confidence. I bet that was funny, and I just don't understand. Uh, yeah, I, I have I had Sort of like when you experience. watch... I said, I have no idea what's going on, but I can tell it was supposed to... <laughs> exactly. 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 It's sort of like when you watch really British TV and they like make references to the BBC Fool and you're like, oh, what a funny joke about British radio. I don't understand it, but okay. (laughs) There was a lot of that. I also loved that the head doctor's name was Dr. Dr. Graves. Graves. Yeah, a lot of funny, a lot of funny names in that. Um, Should we, should we take a break before we get into like, you know, walking through the episode itself at this point? I think that's a good idea. We want to make sure that we get to all of our sponsors that support this lovely show. We'd be nowhere without you know, I them. Hear, and, uh... I hear from all of our fans. Actually, <laughs> every single person I've played one of our ads for, because we're proud of our sponsors, uh, they have responded with a resounding smirk. So I know we're doing something right so here. So resounding. I know we're doing something right here. Anyway, uh, let's let's toss it to commercial. When we come back, we'll talk about uh, the Three Stooges Academy Award nominated short. Men in Black. Men in Black. Hi, y'all. My son, Rexlin Devereaux Landro, has been working so hard on his Tat Five. He's going to be a comedian. He's the next Ron White or Bill Angball or Edward Murphy. I just thought, you know what? If they could just get to hear his voice, like the voice. I wish they did a voice for comedy, like where you would get judged by people in revolving chairs. But So, you know, I sat down. I got my iPhone out. I got to my voice memos. I plopped down on the couch and I said, Brexlin, you just need to do it for us. We need to get it out there into the world. You're the next Yodlin Walmart boy. And he didn't really like that idea, but I convinced him and I, I just want you to hear it. I think he's just so funny and adorable and I just want him to be he's my little comedian. I just love him so much. Anyway, here's my little Brexlin. His special is called Yay for Nay. <laughs> And when you listen to it, you're going to think that's so funny because it's a bad joke that he's telling. But yeah, I hope you enjoy it. I just want my mom, mom, I'm people, supposed to. People think you're so not funny. supposed to be a podcast. Be so my comedy is very visual, mom. I don't think it's going to work. Still... Boy, I just, I just, uh, the bit is that I'm in. I, I don't think this is going to work. It's a very, I just wrote in from. Phoenix, and boy, am I tired, cause, cause I'm a horse. Oh gosh. He now he normally performs with some props. He's a big fan of carrot tops, so he was inspired by him. But so he normally has some stuff that you can kind of see. But I think I just think it's good enough as it is. I just thought Brexlin, he's been working on it for so long. I thought the people need to hear this. Um, uh, what's the what's the deal with airline food? No, please, someone tell me they don't let me on planes. Because I'm a horse. Uh, oh, jeez. I just thought, you know, it worked for BoJack, and I, I think it's a great bit. This is gonna... Men and women are so different. How different are they? Uh, men and women are so different. For instance, women always want to talk after they get off you. <laughs> I, don't, I don't get that one, but my mom says it's funny. 
anyway, y'all, that's Braxlin's stand-up special. It's called Yay for Nay. It's so funny. I, he came up with that all by himself. I'm so proud. You can listen wherever you get your podcasts. We are also going to be live streaming it on Periscope. Okay, and now back to your regularly scheduled podcast programming. The three, the three two, twoges. Oh God, I just picked the cheapest one I could find. I didn't have like anybody listening, but I just had to get the word out. So, you know, anything helps. All right, back to the show. And we're back. <laughs> uh, so glad to hear from all of our we sponsors that are so yeah. helpful and uh, want to support an independent podcast like the Three Tuges. So we, once again, just want to extend our thanks to the very wise and uh, generous, kind-hearted, um, peaceful, family values sponsors <laughs> that we had. I thought about helping you, but then I just wanted to see, like, a top, how long it would go before the bit just kind of fell apart. I am the inception <laughs> top. <laughs> Listen. That's what they called me in high school. Because <laughs> you never knew. No, 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 over. no. It's better if you don't explain it. <laughs> don't keep talking about that BDSMR. <laughs> Oh my god. Oh my god. If you're just joining us. So many people tuning in right now into the podcast. They're rolling through the dials. Oh man, I'm gonna miss the three tuches. Oh man. I can't find them. Oh man. Shut up, I'm trying to hear the three tuches. Gun version. I want the version that's hosted by humans. <laughs> so in Men in Black, <laughs> the Three Stooges are newly sworn in. Sworn in as that's, if it's like well, a that's club. like how it works. It's not it's, it's, well. So what happens is there's a whole class of doctors who have just been hired at this hospital who are looking real schlubby. They're I all gotta standing say. there, like stand up straight. <laughs> Come on. They're all standing there while Dr. Graves is behind his desk. And Dr. Graves explains to the entire class that there... Okay, so there's like 15 guys in white coats sitting around here, right? Dr. Graves explains that there are three of them who have been graduated not because they have passed the necessary uh, courses that are required to become a doctor, but because they've been in school too long. So he says, as long as you promise to honor duty and humanity, then I will not reveal your identity and allow you to practice medicine however you see fit and give you free reign of this hospital. The Three Stooges are so relieved he has promised to keep their identity a secret that they immediately rush forward and thank him profusely. Stooges. Uh, you know, but it doesn't matter because basically they've been given carte blanche at this hospital. So they are kings of the castle here at this hospital. They're running around, but they are not masters of the hospital they, no. they they have no control over the schedule they're at the whim of this disembodied voice coming through the announcing machine telling people where the which rooms need medical exactly. staff and who them. is that person and they're being paging paged. dr fine i have no paging idea dr. Howard, dr fine dr howard it's just the entire thing i feel like after watching this movie i'm going to hear that in my dreams really what this short is as i mentioned earlier was a bunch of bits strung together right. with the narrative of them being doctors sort of slapped on right. top right and at one point, one of the bits they do is create this traffic scenario in yes, the hallway they, of the they hospital yell, where all... they suddenly become police officers <laughs> for the facility and pull over a woman who is in a wheelchair <laughs> and treat her as if she's driving a car. Yes. And everyone stops in the hallway. Everyone plays along with this was, bit. Then they yeah, check her temperature. As if it's a car crash you just can't turn away right. from. They check her temperature. And what is what is what is her temperature? Do you remember? Like one oh two fifty seven or something. Yes. I don't one oh two five. They switch from police officers to stock traders, right. and then they go back to being doctors. Yes. 
So there's sort of a lot of embedded, like, role switches even within the universe yes. of Men in yes. Black. It's very, very confusing. You just kind of had to roll with it. One of my one of my favorite bits that was in this short is the running gag. As you mentioned earlier, is the uh, the concept of hammerspace, um, which I, I read about when researching this short, and I thought that was so fascinating. I didn't realize that it had a name. Had you heard about hammerspace before? I had not, but I thought about it recently. Recently, because in Into the Spider Verse, uh-huh. another franchise with a lot of links to Absolutely. the Stooges, Absolutely. of course, John Mulaney's character uh, Spider Ham mm-hmm. at one point pulls a hammer That's out right. and it sa- and says to Miles Morales, "It'll fit in your pocket." Uh-huh. And I was like, that's what that yes, is. Yes. He's saying so, like this magical exactly. hammer. So that's, if you haven't heard the term hammer space before, basically it's the idea that like, you know, when a cartoon character reaches behind their back and pulls out a hammer that's way too big, um, there's there's a, an idea now that in the cartoon world, there's a, a parallel dimension called hammer space, which is basically something that cartoon characters can access. They reach into and pull their hammers out of. So like other examples of hammer space are, um, I wrote, Oh, I meant to write Mary Poppins, but I definitely wrote Mary Poopins. Uh, Harpo Marx, apparently. Oh, wait, 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 <laughs> hold on. Did someone say my name? Oh, Mary Poopins is in the house. Mary Poopins, oh my goodness. Hey, what do you Have want? Have you come here to teach us how to be good little British children? No way, I came here because I'm a huge fan of the Three Stooges. Oh my goodness, isn't that exciting? My my favorite one is is Joe Besser. He's absolutely the best stooge. Oh my goodness, Joe Besser is not a stooge that a lot of people know about or like. You seem to have interesting taste in the stooges, Mary Boopins. Oh, well, let me just say, he has got uh, quite a body on him, that Joe. I love him. Are you telling me, Mary Poopins, that you find yourself attracted to Joe Besser the Stooge in in a romantic way? Uh, Well, I wouldn't say it's romantic. I have other reasons that I would love his body and by the way uh, who are you I, oh. I don't I thought I wasn't supposed to babysit today so I, I'm I'm a little shocked I, I I I came here to to listen to my friend's podcast that they they're filming I rolled by the studio oh and uh, uh I was just wondering why they let this child oh well they're right inside yes so I I hey, think hey, uh, excuse me what excuse me Michael Michael Michael, come here, come here, come here. Is this your kid here? Oh, oh my goodness. I just, goodness. he started talking to me outside. Oh my goodness. Oh my gosh, Mary. What's up? Uh, uh, Brayden, this is, this is Mary. I, I don't know if you've oh, met hi. before. Hi. Hey, uh, nice, nice to, to meet, meet you, Mary. Mary. Hi, how's it going? Uh, yeah, it's very nice to meet you as well. I, uh, I'm i a big Joe Besser fan in particular. Not, Mary Not so much his stooge work, but, uh. Mary, P- I, Mary I, I Poopins am. was telling me all about all the sick and terrible things he wants to do to the body of Joe Besser, Brayden. Uh, oh my, oh yeah, Michael, goodness. Michael, was it? How about we, uh, uh don't yes. tell the gentleman what I said out in the hallway there. Let's, oh, Whatever, keep that between us. Whatever you say, Mr. Poopins. Wait, are you a boy or a girl? Mi- wait, wait, Mr. P- <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, actually, my Christian name is Maury Poopins, but some people call me Mary. It's like a little in-joke, so... Yes, I am a gentleman. I identify as, as male. Oh, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to assume your gender or disparage you for whatever my perception. Michael, Mary you Poopins, seem to have lost Brayden? the British part of your accent. You're just sort of speaking in sort of halting, lilting phrases. Yeah, first of all... Oh, oh my goodness. Did I lose my accent? Oh, I do apologize. Oh, I'm so sorry for that. Please don't hit me. Please, please, not, not that again. Okay, okay, okay. Michael, Michael. Calm down. Nobody's nobody's hitting. Hey, Michael, is this gentleman has he been oh, hitting no. you? No, I, don't, I work here for free. I simply love the way that Mr. Brayden sees the world. Yeah, no, Mike Michael is our yeah, he intern. He works here for us. It's fine. He stands outside and, and lets people in when we have guests. So you should have talked to him and, and he should have stopped you. Oh, I do apologize, sir. Yeah. 
Ah, well, you know, I appreciate it. It was very welcoming. It, it it creates a nice inviting family sort of communal vibe here at the studio. So, well, Mary, uh, maybe you can uh, take a seat over there in the sitting area. We're just going to um, What should I do, Mr. Talking Mary? About, uh, well, Michael, if you could just go outside and oh, be outside the studio and just sort of... Yippity-doo-da-day. I'll be happy to do that. I'll go ahead and just skip on out of here. Oh, excuse me. Boy, there do seem to be a lot of people backing out of the room slowly while singing songs today. I don't know what that... What's the deal with that, Landry? I don't know, but I'm a little uncomfortable because they never lose No, no, they, really, they stare at us the entire time. They sing... The songs seem happy, but the expressions on their faces are dead-eyed and extremely somber. It's frightening. Get back to the stages! Okay, fine, fine, fine. fine. Okay, I wanted to read one little uh, review I found of Men in Black that I found quite yeah, powerful. There's some behind-the-scenes stuff that I want to talk about, too. So, yeah, you, you do yours. This is from September of 2007. Two out of ten people found this review oh. helpful. I, I just want you to know. The title is Unfunny, Annoying Nonsense. It's probably a cultural thing. Somehow the natives of this country have been conditioned to find this stuff what? funny. Does she mean... Is she talking about Americans? Is this I guess a, so. Is this natives. a pompous British person writing this review? I, I don't know. I've experienced this phenomenal firsthand <laughs> during an open-air cinema event <laughs> where this film was shown before the feature. <laughs> most of the... Mo- can't do this. Most of the indigenous audience what? laughed. And no, this wasn't in a sanitarium or a clip. Nope, not going to say that what? word. Nope, nope, what? nope. Oh, no. This was in a well-to-do area, and the audience consisted mostly of educated oh. adults. So it must be possible somehow to find this amusing, but honest to goodness, I have no idea what it takes. Maybe it's in the air or the water, uh. prolonged exposure to which causes this condition. Something must cause it, obviously. The only thing I can say is that I'm quite sure what doesn't cause it. The movie itself. Uh. <laughs> there are no jokes in it. It's brain dead, stupid, nonsensical, unfunny, lame. It's, in short, a waste of time. Any Tom and Jerry is funnier. Heck, even funerals are funnier. <laughs> Whoa! Just in case you've been fortunate enough not to ever see any of the Stooges' performances, it's three guys behaving, running, even talking like infants, causing all kinds of unfunny mayhem with no plot, no real purpose, and no real conclusion. It's like ugly Teletubbies without the cute costumes. That's what they said about me in high school. Sitting in a crowd watching this garbage in this country can be quite exasperating because you feel like you're at a party with a bunch of potheads and you're the only one who hasn't smoked anything. So unless you're prepared to intoxicate yourself to make this bearable or come equipped with whatever it makes people think watching three ugly men believe like morons is... Is funny. My advice is this. Stay away. Far away. Oh my gosh. Where was that? Where was that post? IMDB. JW Janik 30. Wow. Let's talk She's to JW Janik 30. I bet we could get them to join the Rider Dies. I bet we could too. You know, I that would be, I think if we want to talk long-term yeah. goals for the podcast, getting JW Janik on the Stooges side. If we can change... One person, we change the That's world. That's true. Save J.W. Janik. Save the world. Save the world. I know we just got the mission statement chiseled out front. Michael, Michael. <laughs> oh, yes, sir. Michael, we need to change the inscription on the marble outside. Oh, oh to what, sir? Save J.W. Janik. Oh, yes, sir. Right away, sir. And if you could, if you could not hum as you exited out yeah, of the room, out, please, uh, that would be he's great. Gone. He's gone. Maybe we'll get him next time. He's, he didn't hear me. Did you? Am I incorrect? Did he just say, "I'll kill you"? Also. Oh. He probably did. I'm a little frightened. We've made him chisel three different messages into marble. Well, you know what? That's the nature of working in a dynamic, fast-paced, but family-oriented environment like the Three Stooges podcast set. If we could get back to the Stooges a little bit. Um, one, one of my favorite things about it 
was that it was actually a spoof of the film Men in White. Did you read about this, Landry, at all? Just okay, a little yeah. bit, yes, So I did. Men in White uh, was notable because um, 1934 was the year that the Hollywood Code of Ethics, the Hayes Code, took effect for the first time, and Men in White was the first film to be officially condemned by the newly formed Legion of Decency. The Legion of Decency. It is I, the leader of the Legion of Decency. What? There be kissing in this film? Nay, I say. The Legion of Decency was an arm of the Catholic Church that was basically uh, given the right to rule over the appropriateness of films. And if you got condemned by the Legion of Decency, it meant that it was it was officially a sin to see one of these movies if you were a Catholic. So Men in White oh was condemned gosh. because there was basically, they don't actually overtly say that one of the female characters has an abortion in the film, but it's implied, and that was enough for that film to be absolutely condemned. But it completely backfired because they found out that when the film got a C rating, meaning condemned, people just saw the title of the film and thought it was like an ad for the movie. So it actually drove sales. <laughs> <laughs> this short was actually written as a spoof of that. And I think that there are a lot of things in here that we could say are really, really actually subversive considering that this is in the first six months of the strictest time of Hollywood being monitored um, under the Hayes Code. And I thought if, if, you, if you didn't mind, Landry, I could read some of the things that um, we definitely won't be encountering in any of the Stooges shorts because uh, these are lists of things that are that are not going to be okay. Uh, they're officially listed as the pre-code don'ts and be carefuls as proposed in 1927. Resolved that those things which are included in the following list shall not appear in pictures produced by the members of this association, irrespective of the manner in which they are treated. Colon. Pointed profanity by either title or lip, including the words God, Lord, Jesus, Christ, unless they be used reverently in connection with proper religious ceremonies, hell, damn, God, G-A-W-D, and every other profane and vulgar expression, however it may be spelled. They do not care about spelling. That's how they get you. Any licentious or suggestive nudity, in fact or in silhouette, the illegal traffic of drugs, any inference of sex perversion, white slavery, but that's actually code for prostitution, especially child prostitution, so I guess I can get behind that. Okay. Uh, sex hygiene, venereal diseases, scenes of actual childbirth, in fact or silhouette, ridicule of the clergy, willful offense to any nation, race, or creed, and be it further resolved that special care be exercised in the manner in which the following subjects be treated, to the end that vulgarity and suggestiveness may be eliminated and that good taste be emphasized. And now there's an even longer list of things. Oh my gosh! The use of the flag. International relations. Arson. The use of firearms. Theft. Robbery. Safe cracking. And dynamiting of trains. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, wait. The dynamiting of trains. Dynamiting of trains. Mines, buildings, etc. Having in mind the effect which a too detailed description of these may have upon the moron. Brutality and possible gruesomeness. Techniquing of committing murder by whatever method. Methods of smuggling. Third degree methods, which I had to look up, means torture. So when someone says, hey, what's with the third degree? Give the third degree. Yeah, that mm, means torture. That makes sense. Um, actual hangings or electrocutions as legal punishment for crime. Sympathy for criminals. Attitude toward public <laughs> characters and institutions. Sedition. Apparent cruelty to children and animals. Branding of people or animals. The sale of women or of a woman selling her virtue. Rape or attempted rape. First night scenes, which is when people, uh, two people consummate their love. Uh, man and woman Women in bed together can't show that. The deliberate seduction of yep, girls. Brady Bunch style. The institution of marriage. Oh. Does is that code for sex? Surgical operations, the use of drugs, titles or scenes having to do with law enforcement or law enforcement officers, excessive or lustful kissing, particularly when one character or the other is a heavy, which means criminal. Oh, they were like, no love for them. So given all of the things that we saw in this stooge short, I think this film was probably pretty subversive during its day, actually. Oh, I'm sure, yeah. Because at the very end of the film, they end up ripping 
stripping down the call board and the speaker that has been yelling their names the entire time, they just end up shooting it with a gun. Oh yeah, they just pull Absolutely. guns Absolutely, they just whip it out. <laughs> just like our podcast, which is sponsored by the NRA. Thank you so much for all of your... Um, for providing this studio space. I know that after, I think it was last episode, there was, you, people could tell there was a dip in production. Right. We met with them. While we don't support them and their views no, at all, no, we do. We love their money. Love that. We sound. love the money. We just love that yeah, sound. Absolutely. And you know, we are just you know this podcast. We're rolling yeah, in it with this absolutely. podcast. Only thanks yeah, to them. Yeah. So, so we're uh, really, thank really you, fun. NRA, for your for your fastidious support. Did you know, Brayden? This mm-hmm. short was released twenty seven days after it was filmed. Yes, it was the quickest film mm-hmm. to release period of any of the Stooge shorts. And I, I, I think the frenetic pace of this movie it makes sense because it literally yeah. it seems like they just shot everything yeah. in one go and just. And cut all of these films. It together. worked. I loved the the gibberish tools and drink names. I <laughs> so good. I was like, what like, are they? Ser- like seriously, guys, if you are not watching the Stooge shorts in conjunction with the podcast, all the ride or dies out there, you are missing out because they really are funny. I know it doesn't sound like necessarily you know it's these old black and white movies or whatever. They really are funny, and and like this one in particular, I thought was hysterical. Like at the end, they sew all their tools inside the guy that they're performing surgery on because the combination to the safe where all the radium is hidden. This guy swallowed it, I guess? He That's swallowed the to combination to the he safe. But the they but they also, the they get in. They apparently get the combination, though I never see that. It's, they leave a it's, bunch of no, tools it's a piece of in paper. him. No, but then no, they no, never no, no, no. show them getting the radium. They just are like, no, they, they seal do. them up and it's like, and it, clo- and it fades to black. <laughs> He just shuffles off with the tools jangling in his belly. No, but when they reaches in, he gets the combination to the safe out of this guy's belly, and it's just a piece of paper that's folded up. Like, there's no blood. No bile. Like, it's just, but here it is. Oh, well. So then he shuffles off, and then they shoot the intercom with a gun. Yeah. Uh, which we love, you know, because the NRA loves that and, you know, pay us well for this. But did you know there was actually an alternate ending to this uh, movie as well, Andrew? I did not. There was a deleted scene that they found archival footage or a record of, at least, where, you know, the girl Nellie, that there's this bit that whoever can do the most good for duty and humanity gets to marry the girl Nellie. Yes. Who's in love with all three of them. Yes. Well, in the end, they actually meet their girl, Nellie, who is actually three girls. It's a set of Siamese triplets. Oh. Beautiful. Beautiful Siamese triplets that are conjoined. Well, good for them. Yes. I guess I, sh- I should say conjoined triplets, but that's what the the article said, Siamese triplets. Uh, we, w- we would not say that anymore uh, because Siamese triplets were the derogatory term for Ang and Chang, the original Siamese uh, yes, uh, twins. Oh, and then can we talk about this girl who has the Betty Boop voice? What? I had no idea what was there, going on. I remembered reading something about there was this it whole a long time thing ago. She's like, so she's she, she's this stock character. And actually, Ryan was talking to me as I was watching this because in both this one and the last one, he overheard, there's all these girls who talk just like this. Oh, boop, 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 and that kind of, you know, whatever. Um, mm-hmm. And he's like, what's the deal with that? And I was like, well, it's the Betty Boop voice. You know, it's like a stock character. But it got me into researching Betty Boop. Did you know that Betty Boop was actually a dog when she first got started? No, not at all. Yeah, she was an anthropomorphized poodle who slowly, as they animated her, lost Ooh. her dog-ish features and became a sex icon. Man, if I had a nickel. To the date that I had last week. Sorry, just getting to play my trumpet. That's all that sound was. Just warming up my old chops. Now, excuse me. Oh, that's uh, that's Louis, our studio trumpet player. Oh, oh yeah, uh, yeah. We're trying to put together sort of like a root style in-house band. Yeah, we're gonna have a house band. Um, house band I mean, we've been soon. we all of this music you've been hearing has been played live, but it's been by contracted that's individuals, true. sort of studio musicians. So we want to get a live exactly. in-house band for the podcast. If the NRA mm-hmm. really comes through, like we're hoping that they will, then hopefully we'll have that going. But uh, Louis is here just to sort of test some things out and. 
Yes, sir, I am here playing my trumpet. Yes, sir. Louis, quick question. Quick, quick question, Louis. Um, yeah. did, was someone yes, here to was someone here to greet you when you when you first walked in, or did you just? Yes, there was a little British boy. He said hello to me. Okay, good. And I just I said, and he I just let, let you myself in. in. I said I let myself in. And so that's what I did. Are you okay, Louie? It sounds like you're really... I, I can get you a glass of water or something if you want. I mean, yeah. Brynn, do, do you have a glass yeah, of water? I do, I, I do, actually. Excuse me, just one second here. Hold on. We've got this picture somewhere. If we just... I, we, I we just poured it. Hold on. <laughs> no, no, close that drawer. I'm letting out all the extra sound effects here. Nope. Nope. No, I, I, we don't need you this sorry, week. We don't remember. I we can't didn't find it. This week. No. 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 I, I told you to close that drawer, Brayden. It just flew open. The souls oh, no. of demons rise again, Brayden. No, we no, had this happen. Get out of here. Get out. Demons of hell, be gone. Be out of here. Get out of here. Ah, ah. Demons, be gone. Oh my God, child! Oh my I didn't see you there. It's I my pleasure. How did you yeah. get into the studio? Oh, there was a young British boy outside. Uh, he let me in. He just let you in, in the middle of recording. He didn't did, seem too keen on you guys, if I do say so. D does the, did the do not enter light, is it working over outside the studio? I don't know. I could go peek. Excuse me. Uh, Brayden, he's... He just backed out of here to a Kiss song. The the demo version of I Want to Rock and Roll All Night and Part he of did. Every Stooge. Oh, no. And he never lost eye contact. Wait, Landry, is, is Child Rock, is he our enemy? Why would why would he be the because, enemy? Because he backed out just like Michael did. And Michael said he wanted to kill us earlier. You're right. Oh, my God. What about Jeremy? Do you think he wants to kill us, too? He might. I mean, oh, no. This is terrifying. Oh. Okay, Brayden, oh we need God. to get, okay, we need to formulate a plan. So I say you, I say we throw it to commercial we go to our lovely sponsors Absolutely. and then Absolutely. when we come back maybe we'll pitch something around and we'll try and come up with yes. a way to uh to deal yes. with this uh, so yes i think that's a good idea okay all right let's throw it to commercial um, um all right uh we'll we'll be right back um after this message from our sponsors okay Okay, Mr. Bob, it's the last chance. We've got to close. Well, 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 yes, what, 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 jolly good. My name is Apple Bobbing, and I am the fashion designer from England. I work very hard to create designs which illuminate the mind, inspire the human experience, and don't cost a fortune. And I'm here to tell you about my new line of products there. Denim pants. You may have seen a pair of Levi's or something similar to that. And, uh, they're mine. I invented them. They're, the, uh, they're my jeans uh, by Mr. Bobbin. And you can buy them, uh, in stores somewhere. I assume you can. Anyway, Apple Bobbin. Apple Bobbin is my name. I am Apple Bobbin, fashion designer. And my designs have been stolen. Stolen from me, I tell you. That horrible, horrible singer, rapper, whatever you call it, he stole my designs. And it's a tragedy. That's what I'm here to tell you. It's a call to arms. She's back. The, the, the day. I don't, I don't know what I'm saying. Did I also mention that I have a line of, of footwear? Also available, where we have some that go all the way up to your knees. They're lined with uh, animal hide, covered in fur, and for a limited time only, you can buy it uh, in stores now, where you get your boots. You can get them, I assume. Then I want you to know that you need to be aware of the, the problem of knockoffs. These are the people that sell the cheaply made versions of things in back alleys and park benches and hidden inside the lining of a coat. Perhaps a man approaches you on the street and he says, Yes, would you like to buy a pair of pants or a pair of boots? And you say, Are those apple bobbings? Pants or boots? Uh, because if so, they are quality enough. Not they are not. I don't dare anyone say otherwise. There's a rapscallion out there. He's selling my wares, trying to pass them off an inferior product. Just be aware that if you buy apple bobbin jeans and the boots with the fur, they're the only option for you. So, come on down to apple bobbins. Whatever. I don't know whether.
Um, it seems like, Landry, we've got a little bit of a, uh, a coup on our hands here in the studio, so I think it's probably time that uh, we go and do a little thing that we call Pitches. Pitch it up! You get that one time. You get it once. Nope, nope, nope. That is the official intro to the segment pitches now. (laughs) Uh, Every week, look forward to that. Do not drink a lot of water before you listen to this podcast. Yeah, because it's going to... Because I've got my pitcher here ready to go every single week. So, Landry, it's time for pitches. Um, uh, I I have a really great pitch this week. I think you're going to like it, okay? Okay. I'm ready. Are you ready for my oh, pitch? I'm ready, Frederick. Yeah, I'm, well, I'm waiting for a more excited ascent, you know, because I want you to be stoked. This is a great idea. Oh, I'm ready. <laughs> Thank you so much. My, my pitch for the ride or dies of the show, it's our own form of currency. It's called Mo Money. What you do is if you have any sort of a issue in your life that needs to be solved, you can actually give your Mo Money to another Tuge, another ride or die, and they will come and they will fix that for you. So, mo money, mo problems. There you go. Wait, so <laughs> if you use mo money, you will have to more... solve to to solve your mo problems. Wait, if they're mo, I guess if it's, it's, it's I guess only it's stooge related stooge, problems, stooge related issues. So yeah. If, yeah, it's like you can't find a link to yeah. the to a tuge if, episode. That's right. If if the Vimeo link goes down, yeah. If your or... like you've been poked in the eye and you need some assistance with that, okay, got it, got it. Those come exactly. up so frequently. Exactly. I, it's you know okay. So there's a need there. There's a pain point. Absolutely. But it's it's a currency. Is it like a like a Bitcoin? Is it on a? Is it like? Yeah, I think it is. I think, and I think they'll take it at uh, Johnny Pistola's Pizzatorium Exploratoria Exploratoriamus. Excuse me, it's a Bitcoin. Like you got? Do you have to mine yeah. mo money? Yeah, by watching Three Stooges shorts. Oh, okay. Well, that's good. I was about to say it seems like it would be yeah. hard for our like key demographic to get into. Right. No. See that, but that's exactly why it. That's exactly why it works. You know, because it motivates them to do something that they're already interested in doing by engaging in an activity that they already take joy in and benefiting from it, it creates a positive feedback cycle that monetizes and, and synergizes upwards overflow into relevant cross-stream uh, integrated dynamics. <clears throat> Anybody could tell that just walking down the street. It's a great idea. I'm glad I pitched it. The cryptocurrency, is it where a thing where people have to buy in at the beginning? Like we're at the investment phase? No, you you can get in at any point, but um obviously if you if you get in now, you're going to have more you're going to have more currency. Yeah, and then uh, but <laughs> that's a little inside, I know, but So will is this uh, the kind of thing that like you get three people and all of their mo money like feeds into you? Yes. Okay. It's also a pyramid scheme. It seems like, I was like, there seems like there's a lot of like levels to the marketing. It's Um, very complicated. I, it's, I, I don't have time to explain crypto to you, but you should watch the John Oliver on it. It's fantastic. Anyway, what's your pitch? That's your pitch? Yes, I told you. That was my pitch. You had one pitch? That was it? Mo money? I did a great... Yes, and it was a great pitch. I have mo pitches, but I'm saving them for next week because we got to make mo podcasts. Okay, well, my pitch idea... Thank you. ...was we try to write our own stooge spec script. We got to have like a scenario, like a prompt to go with first. So I thought we could one word at a time, write mm. the scenario where each stooge is and what the, the, the storyline generally of this of, of the stooge short that we're going to write a spec script for could be. And then we'll have the, the writer guys vote Fantastic. on which one they want. We can alternate and I'll start. Okay, so I'll start sure. with okay. when the three stooges go to the supermarket they buy a lot of produce but it goes straight to the 
fan. It all that. okay. It no. It, it just say it all hit. It all hits the fan. That's, it all hits the fan when they wind up pooping inside of boxes made by orphans. <laughs> Suddenly, after much wiping and pants ringing, they realize that the real friends are the ones they wipe back to front. <laughs> That's perfect. It's a great story. Fantastic. Okay, so in there. so option one, okay. the three Stooges go to a grocery store. They are attempt to buying a load of produce, but orphans have built boxes into and which I'm they end up defecating, defecating into. I, I'm assuming because of the like the line is long, but they realize that the friendship that they had helps them learn to wipe back to front, back to front, front to back. back. I can't. I don't. I mean, I know I do it the right way, but I'm now, I'm trying to figure out. But now, um, but no, I mean, I know I do it the right way, but uh, whichever way is the right way. Um, <laughs> no, I mean, like, I'm trying to describe, like, in orientation, like, which part of me is the back and which part is the front. But now I realize that's a stupid question. It's very obvious. And I'm pretty sure you're supposed to go front to back now that I yeah. think about it. Get back to the stooges. Good point. <laughs> so let's come up with another scenario. This is, okay, so that oh, was wait, option one. How many were we going to do? We're going to do two more. Oh, okay. Option number two. Okay, option number two. Okay, great. The Stooges find treasure in Camelot when they meet a knight named Spencer. (laughs) Before long, Spencer and the three Stooges are off and rolling. Is it running or rolling? We never decided. We never figured it out. They're off and rolling. Off and rolling. On an. Let's start with a vowel. Um, unbelievable journey that might just end in homicide. Okay. The three in stages scenario, in King Arthur's court made a knight named Spencer. They, <laughs> they, well, what, what, they, in the land of Camelot, not necessarily in King Arthur's court. Oh, okay. Um, okay, in okay. the land of Camelot, because th- that's the thing here is if it was a high profile thing like King Arthur's court, I feel like there would be way more eyes on it. We would have heard but, about it by now. Yes. And also, <laughs> we don't have the budget. We don't have the budget to shoot a script in King Arthur's castle. No, but before I can you tell know you that I... right now, even with that NRA money, like, do you know what it's like? We want to make it as, as historically accurate as possible. Yeah, that's true. It's true. It's true. The the three stooges meet a knight named Spencer uh-huh. in Camelot after they find a treasure, and at some point they end up on an unbelievable journey that just might end in homicide. <laughs> Who? We don't know. We don't Spencer, know. Spencer, the Stooges, mm-hmm. who's gonna die? There's no weird third thing. Well, is there? Maybe. Okay, that was great. So, all right, that was great. And now option C. All right, option C. Options what are you start? One, two, and C. <laughs> <laughs> you said A and B earlier. I don't believe I did. <laughs> I think you definitely did. I really hope we didn't, but either regardless, way, regardless of what happens, we're keeping this part in. Forget option three, strike it. It's been stricken from the ballot. We're going to run it again. Option four. Why don't you start for option four, Landry? On the first day of school, Mo finds out the popular girls don't like his style. <laughs> the other two stooges are pissed. So they decide to jump into their big mauve. <laughs> Did you say mo or mauve? Mauve. <laughs> it's a color. <laughs> okay. Like mauve over. Excuse me. Excuse me. You can't be mauve over. See, I'm recording a podcast here. I'm looking for my son. Oh, sorry. You must be Michael's. You must be Michael's mother. Oh, so yes, it's I am. Very nice to finally meet. Well, you. I wish I could say the same for you, you two. Lot. What? What are you? What's all? Landry, that's really rude. She just introduced herself. Ah, very nice to meet you. I'm uh, Maury Poppins. You can call me <laughs> Mary, though. And my, I wish I had a bottle of. Oh, excuse me. Well, you have got quite the accent on you. <laughs> you are just my type. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I think she's been rendered speechless. <laughs> she can't speak. 
Matt, 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 I need you in here right now. Your mom, she's not feeling well. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. My mother, is she not Matt, feeling well? Matt, stand back. I'll take care of this. Oh, oh, oh my God. What, what's, what's happening? Oh, uh, Brain, where have you been? Uh, were you looking for someone? I thought you were in this I, room in the I, studio the whole time. I went to go look for Michael. I couldn't find him. It turns out he was already in here. I'm sorry. Michael? Yeah. Uh, yes, I'm right here, sir. <laughs> Oh, I, he, he was there the whole time. I'm sorry. Yes. yes I yes, almost sir. called you Matthew. I'm sorry, I Michael. Did, no, that's not my name. I know. I said I'm sorry. And we need to focus. Your mother is not <coughs> doing very well right now. <coughs> All right. Did someone call 911? No, no one no, called 911. You said you handled it. Like, you said you would be the one to do oh, oh that. Oh, my goodness. Is my mother going to die? <coughs> no. I need you to call 911, Michael, right now. <coughs> my boy. My boy. Oh, oh yes, mother. I'm here. I'm here now. Everything's going to be okay. Uh, my, my boy, uh, I want you to know uh, these two, they killed me. Wait, wait, wait. Who? We did not. Oh my god. Later, she's. Oh my. Mari, um. we're gonna need your help. Dr. Howard, Dr. Fine, Dr. Howard. Oh, fast! 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 Oh, I like the three, I don't like the three stooges, I think they're stupid, but uh, I'm here to offer my counterpoint to the three stooges podcast, and I don't like them, um, I just like bones and uh, uh, munching and